Hi everyone, welcome to Eat Drink Social, a podcast about social influencers in the food and beverage industry. My name is Courtney Sandora and you'll be hearing from myself and members of the IPG team. IPG stands for Influencer PR Group and is a division of Go Social. We have offices in Louisville, Kentucky and Denver, Colorado. If you have any questions, you can find us at ipgagency.com or on social at ipgagency. Today, we are thrilled to have Abby O'Edel, the head of marketing for Chibo. Welcome, Abby. Hey, Courtney. Thanks so much for having me. So if you could explain to everyone, because I know it's somewhat newish, um, what is Chibo? So Chibo is a live interactive cooking platform from GE Appliances. Um, This is a piece of technology that we have built completely from scratch um, where we allow culinary creators and creators of all types eventually to monetize their content directly. So they're utilizing their social media audiences to, um, you know, create a different and a more effective uh, revenue stream. Great. And then, you know, so, so they're obviously, you said culinary, so they're cooking on the platform, they're doing, you know, cocktail classes, but how, how does it, you know, there's a lot of virtual platforms that have popped up, especially during the shutdown. How does Chibo differ from some of these other platforms out there? Yeah. So Chibo really shines because it's built specifically for the experience of a cooking class or a cooking experience in itself. Right. So um, in the very beginning of this project, we did a lot of research hosting cooking classes on all kinds of different types of streaming platforms. If you know, you name it, we've tried it. And we found that all of those other platforms really lacked in the experience that we were trying to create. We wanted something interactive, but that it felt um, like a one-on-one with a chef or a a creator, um, a mixologist, whatever. Um, And we struggled to to recreate that kind of intimate experience on those other platforms. So we took everything that we learned from that uh, research period and built Chibo. So it is a two-way audio, one-way video platform, um, but it's also a fully immersive event management platform. So we take care of everything from ticketing to customer service, and we provide the streaming and hosting services um, that are built into the Chibo technology. So, and the two-way audio is kind of cool too, because like if I'm cooking and I have flour all over my hands, you're saying I could just ask the host a question. Yes, exactly. So you're speaking to the host in real time. Um, You can see and hear them just as if they were in your kitchen alongside you, but they won't see back into your home. So you still have that privacy. You don't have to put on makeup or pants, whatever. You can stay in your pajamas, you know. Um, you know, it's it's a very comfortable experience because you do have the opportunity to ask a question or just get like immediate feedback from someone who knows what they're doing. So how do you prevent, like if there's multiple people in a class, how do you prevent everyone asking questions at once? Yeah, so only one person can speak at a time. Um, Everyone's muted by default, but there's a little button right in the right-hand corner that looks like a microphone. And when you press that, you can go live for 45 seconds. Um, Because only one person can speak at a time, um, you'll just form a queue. So um, as a creator, as the host, I can see who's actively speaking. I can see the people that are in the queue. And then I can see the rest of the audience right alongside my screen. 
Okay. And then, you know, sometimes I, cause I do a lot of cooking and sometimes if I'm watching someone on the food network or on YouTube, you know, I'm like, Oh my gosh, they're going too fast. Hold on. Like, what did they say? How do you handle that if it's live? Right. So that is totally a challenge, but we've built in a couple of features that um, allow both the host and the audience to kind of control some of that pacing. So as a host, um, someone can kind of toss up a little break icon and it allows the audience to weigh in um, anonymously and say, hey, I'm, you know, I'm right alongside you or, you know, I'm falling behind a little bit. So it allows the creator to slow down or speed up or keep their same pace. Okay. And so then if I signed up for a class, how, how would I, would I get ingredients with that class or how, how would that work? Yeah, so when you sign up for a Chibo class, um, you'll receive an email with access instructions, on how to access the platform, of course, the recipe and the ingredient list. So you'll know exactly what to shop for and exactly what the recipe looks like beforehand so that you're acquainted with what you're doing. Um, but then when it's time to join the class, you'll also have the recipe and the ingredient list alongside the live stream. So you have access to those at all times. That's great. And then I assume as the host, they'll provide, they, they're the ones creating all the recipes. Is there any limitation to what they can and can't do? Really, um, whatever you want to do on Chibo, you can do with recipes. So um, there's no limit. Um, we encourage everyone to just really get creative and utilize the platform for what makes sense for them and their content. Um, so we see everything from, you know, um, royal icing on cookies to tamales in New Mexico. Tell us about more classes that are on the platform. I'm curious. Yeah, I feel like we just have a really great variety of classes, especially recently. Um, we've had a ton of really interesting baking classes, like a sparkling cranberry lemon tart. Um, and we just recently had another class with one of our favorites, the Korean vegan. She made um, kimchi egg rolls, which was incredible to watch. Um, and then we are take, we're uh, next week, we're going to be making um, Chinese sticky rice with Lisa Day. And she lives in Hong Kong. So we're going to be um, making it with someone who really, really knows the cuisine there. So um, very excited. You know, there's uh, something for everyone on the platform. We're even uh, we're going to have Marianne Eves, who is the first female uh, master distiller in Kentucky. She's going to be doing some cocktail classes with us, and uh, I think we'll even have other brands like Buzzard's Roost. So, um, really looking forward to all of the upcoming classes we have. That's great. So, just in general, obviously, you guys launched pre-lockdown, correct? <laughs> Right. Um, so how has engagement changed both with like people signing up for classes and, and hosts since the lockdown happened? Right. Well, you know, we really had to kind of change our strategy and our approach when the lockdown happened. Originally, we were hosting in-person classes um, at our studio here in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, and obviously, after everything was locked down, we no longer had that option. So we found ways to engage with our hosts and engage with our audiences um, remotely. And that's been a, a huge push for us um, to get things up and running as quickly as possible. So um, 
what we did is we we created a, an at home studio setup, the, the most basic thing we could possibly create. So um, a host can stream directly from their laptop. And if they would like, they can add additional camera angles, either using their cell phone or other cameras that they have on hand. Um, and they can upgrade their, their setup as much or as little as they want. So if they want to add, you know, lapel mics or lighting, that's totally optional. Um, you can kind of make it whatever experience you want. Um, but we've learned a lot about engaging with our audience as well, because, um, you know, people are looking for ways to connect right now more than ever. And that's very difficult to do with everything closed. And um, people used to bond over food and over meals and over cooking together. And that's, again, not an option right now. So Chivo is a great place for people to connect in the safety of their own homes. They can still interact with, you know, a, a you know, renowned chef or someone that they've been following on Instagram for years. It might be somebody completely new to them, um, but they're able to speak directly to them and learn directly from them. So it's a truly unique experience. Very cool. So, I, you know, I've been reading a little bit about cooking burnout as of late, right? Like you saw these big swings where people, you know, more people are cooking and then everything with the restaurants. What are you seeing in terms of cooking behavior during this lockdown? Any insights? Yeah, you know, we have seen more engagement than ever with cooking content during this lockdown. I think people are um, kind of getting off the couch and into the kitchens because they are bored, they are looking for something to do, and um, cooking is a great place to turn. And I know that a lot of people have had cooking burnout just because, you know, it's it's tough to find inspiration all the time, and it's tough to create your own recipes and come up with other things or have to research between all the different food bloggers what the best recipe might be. So Chivo is a great way for someone to just kind of log on, discover classes that are interesting to them, have the recipe and the ingredient list at their fingertips, and then be able to learn alongside someone that really knows what they're doing and a community of other people that are in the same boat. That's great. Yeah. Um, I think GE had put out, uh, GE Appliances had put out a survey about how a lot of people were cooking uh, a, a family recipe for the first time this year. And it was just, just interesting. Yeah, to think about Thanksgiving and all the people that were like forced suddenly <laughs> to be right, right. There are so many people that have never really had to um, cook around the holidays. So they were they were looking for um, places to learn. They were looking for new recipes to try. And there were some people that were just interested in breaking tradition for the first time. You know, whether they were at home or they were spending, um, you know, family time in different ways. Um, we saw a lot of people trying out new cultures, you know, recipes from new cultures um, and, you know, different techniques and just trying to learn and, and do something different around the holidays. That's cool. So getting into kind of more of the social media portion of this, um, you know, you mentioned that social influencers or I forgot what you call them, culinary creators. I really like that. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that, you know, they're, they're a big part of who are your hosts. Um, so what what makes a successful host on Chivo? Yeah, so this has been a big learning point for us. We have had to discover what makes a successful host because I think the idea that we had a year ago and the idea that we have now has really changed. And I think that the pandemic has had a lot to do with that um, because a successful host on Chivo is one that can really engage and motivate their audience. So um, it's 
a successful host is someone that kind of has a personality behind just the account and really connects with the people that follow them. So, you know, you know that they have a corgi and you know that they hate mushrooms and you know everything kind of about their lives because they really share that with you. So it's not just someone that puts out a ton of recipes. It's someone that really infuses their own personality and their own kind of spirit into the content that they create. So, um, you know, you don't have to have a million followers to be a great Chivo host. Um, we do recommend that you have an audience of some sort because um, a lot of the, the, the majority of the promotional obligation is on the host because you have the audience that wants to come and join you to cook along. Um, so we, we do recommend that you have, um, you know, some sort of following, whether that's, you know, 5,000 followers or a hundred million, wherever you fall in between, um, that it, it doesn't mean that you have to be, um, a large influencer in order to be successful. Yeah. And we do a lot of influencer work. And sometimes we find that some of the smaller accounts actually have the more engaged, audiences, you know, oh, they consider micro influencers. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, so that's interesting. So in terms of promotion, you mentioned it's on the host, what creative ways have you seen hosts promote or, or how do they typically promote using social? Yeah, I've seen our hosts get really creative lately. Um, just as we go into the holidays, I've seen people doing some really fun things. Um, one particular creator that we have on the platform that I think promotes really, really well is Joanne from The Korean Vegan. She does a fantastic job of kind of feeding all of her different channels and making content that is very genuine, that's very sincere. So, um, you know, she has a pretty... Um, sizable following on Instagram, but she has completely taken over TikTok. So um, I think she has over a million followers at this point, and she has advertised her Chivo classes using TikTok. So she'll just, um, I, you know, her style is kind of that she does these, um, they're all cooking videos, and then she uh, voiceovers a really beautiful or poignant story or something that ties in her life. So she'll make a cooking video and she'll tell a really powerful story. And then she'll say, Oh, by the way, I'm teaching all of this live on Chivo next week. So sign up at, you know, the, the link in the bio and she can sell out in a matter of hours. So, yeah. you know, just utilizing the, the platforms that you have and um, kind of incorporating your class into the content you're already creating, it, it, it's more um, authentic when you present it to your audience, because it doesn't seem like you're just selling something from out of left field. It's like you're saying, hey, we've already been doing this together for a while. Why don't we take this onto a completely new platform where you can interact directly with me and it's not just watching, yeah. it's participating. I almost had this like envision of dating. It's kind of like someone you were talking to online and they're like, all right, let's actually go out to dinner. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like let's take yeah. them to the next level. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Because, you know, even though you might be in a class of a hundred people, you still feel like it's a one-on-one -on -one experience. And that is so cool. So unique. Yeah. Definitely. And, it, and I, you know, I follow, like you mentioned, Corgi, the damn delicious lady. Right, exactly. And it's like, you kind of feel like you know them, but then like to actually be in a class with them would be super cool. Oh, it's so, so cool. I mean, I remember the first time we did a class with Damaris Phillips, who's kind of a local um, celeb and definitely a celeb on, on Food Network um, and just meeting her and having, having followed her for a while. And I, I mean, I, I felt like I knew her, but then I took a class with her and I was like, wow, now I really feel like I know her and she yeah. knows me because we, you know, we chatted and, um, you know, 
it's it's just a totally different way to connect. It's that next level. Um, so you mentioned that Joanne's class can sells out pretty quickly. What other types of classes tend to sell out quickly or your most popular? Yeah, so Joanne's classes always do really, really well. Um, we also have a, a keto creator, um, Cooking Keto with Christy. She has a really, really powerful audience um, via some private Facebook groups and some public Facebook groups. Um, and she's another one that can sell out just in a matter of hours, days, whatever, depending on the recipe. But um, she's has she has a fantastic example of a very motivated audience they trust her um they they rely on the recipes that she provides and all the, the culinary content that she provides so um she's able to um kind of uh empower that audience to sell out her tickets so wow. um, christy does a great job um lisa of borderlands bakery and Anne of the flower box bakery are both other um, great examples. Um, they're both uh, cookie decorators. So they make these incredible, I mean, incredible creations. It, if I ever tried to replicate it, it would look like some kind of Frankenstein monster. But it's like, it, just I mean, wrong. Right, right, exactly. But this, it's like, it's truly a work of art, the things that they create. And um, again, another really motivated audience. These are people that are either trying to learn to create their own cookie businesses, like either, you know, they're selling or they're, um, you know, creating for other people um, or just hobbyists that, that really love to do this. And it's very approachable because you have a professionals. I mean, someone who is really, really well respected in the industry right in front of you that you can ask for guidance. So, you know, you mess up and you say, how do I fix this? Or you say, mine did not turn out like that how do what did I do wrong and you have that real-time feedback which is invaluable when you're trying to learn mm -hmm. another great example is Jane and Ann Esselstyn they are really well renowned in the plant-based community they are cookbook authors and they're you know they have a Facebook following and Instagram following um, and they just create really fun recipes but they infuse talk about infusing personality um, there are there is more personality in Jane and Ann's um, pinky than than most of us combined so they're fun to watch they're fun to cook along with and they are just hilarious so when you take a Chibo class with them it's it's very obvious how much um, you know vibrance is kind of in that experience so yeah really, really great examples it sounds almost like it's less about the recipe and really more about the host. I would say yes, definitely. Um, you know, the beautiful thing about social media is that we do have windows into people's lives and we form connections with them, whether we realize it or not. And we, we care about them and um, we learn a lot about them. We, we grow to trust them. So when we have the opportunity to have that one-on-one -on -one experience with someone that we know, but they don't know us, it's um, just a, a really unique thing. So um, we look forward to growing our, our host base even more because there are so many people out there that, that want to connect. That's great. Um, so have you, you mentioned, you know, hosts that have Facebook accounts, TikTok accounts, Instagram. Do you work with any YouTubers as well? 
Or have you? Yeah, we've worked with some YouTubers, definitely. Um, one um, example of that is Chef AJ, who has recently burst onto the scene. Um, she has a really great audience across several different channels. So she's got Instagram, she's got Facebook, but she really has a, a good grip on YouTube. Um, her production is very high quality. You can tell that she is um, made to entertain. So, um, you know, we find hosts across several different social media platforms because there are people that can really be successful on the different channels but you know someone that is really successful on instagram may not be successful on youtube and vice versa yeah. or tiktok or twitter um but they can all be successful on chivo utilizing yeah. those audiences yeah and I, I'm, I'm just wondering like as someone who's used to being in front of the camera on youtube is that a stronger host or not necessarily because now you've got like igtv lives that a lot of people right. are doing and obviously tiktok is video yes yeah people that are more comfortable being on video, whether that's, like you said, Instagram lives, Instagram stories, YouTube, whatever. People that are used to being in front of the camera tend to be better Chibo hosts just because it's a more natural transition. You've got cameras on you all the time, then you're going to be used to standing in front of a camera for 90 minutes. The only difference is that you can't, you don't need to go back and edit anything. Um, the authenticity is kind of uh, an, the, an added part of the experience. You want to see someone raw, real, and, and live. Do you guys help, like, so say, you know, I'm used to being on social, but I've never really done like a, a cooking show. I think in our head, we all fantasize like, yeah, you know, <laughs> do you guys help people like map it out? Like with their recipes, do you guide them and say, no, you're spending too much time on this or Right. Um, so we do sometimes make some recommendations. We really leave that part up to the creator. So we provide a lot of suggestions early on. We can say, these are some types of classes that have worked in the past. This is kind of the format that we suggest, you know, maybe one or two main dishes and something small on the side or one main dish and then maybe one variation of that, something, you know, along those lines um, so that they know kind of how to pace within that 90 minutes, 60 to 90 minutes. Um, but otherwise, we find that that our creators do a really great job of just kind of relaxing into it after a couple of minutes because it, it feels less like a cooking show. I mean, you're always welcome to make it like a cooking show, but it feels more like you're having a dinner party and you're just kind of talking your um, guests through exactly what you're doing. Um, and if they have questions, you know, you, you answer right along. And I know um, the class that I took, it was, they gave not only like tips about that recipe, but just kind of great general tips in the kitchen. Right. I mean, it's so valuable to hear from a chef or somebody that's been cooking a long time or someone that just has, you know, those like life hacks around the kitchen. Um, you know, I know that when we took a charcuterie class earlier this summer with um, Chef Matteo Sullivan, he was giving knife skill tips. And I didn't think anything about that. But then after the class, we got a lot of feedback saying, hey, I've never known how to hold that knife. I've never known that this is the way that you're supposed to do that. And I, I realized really quickly how valuable those extra pieces really are. Definitely. Um, so, you know, what's the, if, I, if I'm a culinary creator what's the benefit for me for working with Chibo like what, what could I expect out of it yeah so you can expect um 
feeling like you are fully supported by the Chivo team, first and foremost. Um, we are really dedicated to the success of our creators because that leads to the ultimate success of our platform, honestly. Um, so we want to build something that's sustainable for them. Um, you know, when you are uh, onboarded onto Chivo, you work with me. Uh, obviously, I'm head of marketing. You work with David, who's our head of operations. You work with Mark, our head of production and user experience. You talk to Taylor, who's the founder. I mean, you really move kind of through the um, the team because we want to make sure that everyone feels comfortable going on to their, their first class for the first time. Um, the other benefit is that we take care of all the event management. Um, you know, in, in order to, to host a class on Chivo, you need only to submit the event details through our class builder um, and we take it from there. So um, obviously if we have any questions about the recipe or anything that we need to clarify, we'll do a little bit of back and forth. Um, but you know, once the class is posted on our website, all that the, our hosts have to do um, is start promoting and show up on the day, right? So we take that burden of all of the backend ticketing and customer support and you know email communication we take that burden off the host and and that's you know usually very helpful you know I, i've seen some of your classes that the you know there's complimentary optional cookie kits or, or right. things like that so yeah. are, are people making money as hosts Oh my gosh, they're making so much money as hosts, <laughs> which is great. So um, on Chivo, um, you have the opportunity to directly monetize in a way that you don't on other platforms. So on, say on Instagram, you're working with brands or you're, you have um, ad placements. Same thing with YouTube. Um, you're, you're kind of at the mercy of your advertisers. Same thing on food blogs. On Chivo, you are selling tickets directly to the people in your audience that choose to cook along with you. So that is a direct link to your audience. It's business to consumer. There's no middleman. So you're keeping a, a much larger portion of the revenue and you're able to expand that more and more and more by, if, you know, if you wanted to add a kit, if you wanted to add um, a cookbook, if you wanted to sell, um, you know, affiliate products, that that's totally up to you because Chivo is, um, you know, we, we like to say that we're brand agnostic. We encourage, sorry, we encourage brand partnerships. We encourage um, product placements. However, it makes sense for you to use this platform. We encourage that. Great. Um, okay. So, you know, if I'm listening to this and I'm interested in being a host, yeah. how do I become a host? Okay. So you can apply to become a Chivo host by visiting chi.bo slash apply. So that's chi.bo slash apply. That'll take you right to our application and give us a little bit of information about you. And then you'll receive um, an email likely from me um, to set up some more time to talk. So we love to get to know people in this community. Um, and we really look forward to expanding uh, the Chivo network with more culinary creators. You say that the hosts are responsible for a lot of, you know, the promotion, mm -hmm. but just in terms of, of growing the Chibo account itself, you yeah. know, what, what social tactics have you used to help like, gain followers and gain reach? Yeah, so we very much know how important it is to, to grow your social audience. So we've been trying a couple of things, namely giveaways and social ads. So um, recently we did a giveaway uh, where we, uh, promoted 
our chi box, which is what we call our PR box that we send to potential hosts and new hosts, um, which is a really um, fun designed box in our Chibo branding. It's honestly, it's beautiful, the box itself. Um, and then you have a fun Chibo apron, a salt box, and um, either a bourbon smoked salt or a bourbon smoked sugar to give a little bit of a nod to our uh, hometown. And uh, so we normally only give these to hosts and hosts often post about them on social social. Uh, and we get questions all the time from our audience. How do I buy one of those? Or how do I buy some of the products in that? So we decided to give away two of our chi boxes. And um, we created a static post and we created several series of Instagram stories. And we promoted both the static posts and the Instagram stories. So we had a giveaway and we promoted it. Um, and I think in a matter of maybe three or four days, we gained almost 1500 followers. So that was, that was crazy. Um, and, and we haven't seen a lot of attrition, you know, that's, that's natural. Um, and I expected some, but you know, maybe less than a hundred really. So, so in order to try to get the box, you had to follow and did you like tag a friend or something or just follow yeah. Yeah, exactly. We said, um, you know, follow us, um, like this post and then tag a friend that you would, um, like, you know, cook a meal with, like, or I think we said your favorite person to cook along with favorite person to cook a meal with something like that. So, um, you know, I, I always, um, try to include, you know, tag as many people as you would like. And then we said that you could, um, share either our stories or the actual static post for an additional entry. Great. Yeah. I, I love hearing contests that work. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. That one definitely worked. We did a, a really kind of short form giveaway uh, last week, just before Thanksgiving, um, because the Korean vegan last minute added a uh, Thanksgiving morning egg roll class. And she has been selling out left and right lately. So um, she and I kind of came up with this little idea to give away two tickets to her sold out class. So we just wanted to do it as like a little holiday gift. So I um, I posted on the Chivo account that if someone follows us, they follow Korean Vegan and they like our post and tag a friend that they'd like to take the class with, then we would do a giveaway by the end of the day. So it was literally kind of a flash giveaway. And I think um, we saw maybe 500 new followers from that. And Joanne had about the same, which was fantastic. That's great. Yeah. And she shared on her um, Instagram story. She didn't post to her feed, but she shared on stories, which is great. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, what do you, what are you most excited, both classes and the platform itself, like looking ahead? Yeah. So we have so many um, exciting classes upcoming. We have new hosts coming onto the platform that have been in the works for a while. Um, and just seeing, seeing more width and breadth of, uh, class topics um, in the future. Um, we'll be expanding to other types of content. Right now we're really focused on culinary, but um, there's definitely a place for, you know, fit with Chibo or beauty with Chibo or craft with Chibo. So um, the technology is there, it's flexible. And I think that we'll be seeing um, a lot more applications of these kind of live interactive classes with a ton of different types of creators. Um, but a couple of features that we're excited about that are coming out on Chibo, um, we're working uh, towards an e-commerce portion so that when you visit a class page, you can see um, a creator's 
kits or you can see their products or their cookbooks or things that they recommend, um, you know, brands that they stand behind. Um, we're working on more of an explore and discover page so that you can uh, see other types of creators that are very similar to the ones that you already like. Um, and we're working on some, some other ways to just interact with other people in the Chibo community. So tons of things coming. Um, and you know, we can't wait for what 2021 is going to bring. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for your time, Abby. It was really interesting hearing. And I'm definitely going to check out some classes coming up here. Yeah, absolutely. We have a ton of holiday classes. I know that we're going to have some cocktail classes, charcuterie. We have, um, you know, a New Mexican Christmas, butter chicken. Yeah. Um, yeah, so <laughs> tons, of, tons of different things coming up. But uh, check out our platform and upcoming events at cookwithchibo.com slash events. Chibo is spelled C-H-I-B-O. Great. Thank you, Abby. Awesome. Thanks so much, Courtney. Appreciate it. All right, everybody. That wraps up another episode of Eat, Drink, Social. If you have a story to share or know somebody who does, please reach out to us at ipgagency.com.